bigger, I'm never just missing my hits, not a little. Shout out to their biggest podcast that I'm into, The Daily Dribble. That was official. Take off like a missile. All the scores that you want to get into. This is just all of the time. We got to just hit it in now. No enemies really. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we're back. We are back. Here we are, guys. The Daily Dribble back for another week. Um, we're pumped up. A lot of energy going on in the room today. Uh, Ro and I have just returned after a little week-long vacation. Lee's been uh, running the show for the Daily Dribble. Running the show. So we're back. We're refreshed, rejuvenated, and ready to go. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zamet, joined by my two co-hosts. What is going on, guys? Liam here. G'day, guys. Nice to be back. Is it? Yeah, lovely to be back. Good weather down here in, in Hobart. Feeling tanned, feeling feeling refreshed. Feeling you burnt go. more like yeah. oh, If you guys could see, Look at my skin as brown as anything. Bit of context here. We've just come back from a week-long trip to the, the Gold Coast up on Australia's east coast. Um, yeah, we're looking pretty bronzed, don't we? Yeah. A couple yeah. of days out in the sun. We're uh, not too much sunburn, thankfully. But... Um, yeah, it was good. We were lucky enough because normally, you know, we work Monday to Friday and whatever. But it was good we were able to, uh, even on holiday, tune into the All Star Games. Mm. Um, There's no yeah, days off, even on days off. No days off here at the Daily Dribble. <laughs> we're all business. And speaking of which, a big episode in store for today. Uh, before we get into that, though, guys, a couple of little housekeeping things. Uh, make sure to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars really helps. Would also just love to know what you're uh, thinking and what you're enjoying, what you're not enjoying, mm. what you'd love to see more of on the show. So hit us up with them. Uh, also follow our social media accounts on Facebook, The Daily Dribble, Instagram, The Daily Dribble 23, and on our new YouTube channel where you can find all of our latest Be Right or Good Night videos as well as any additional content that comes out. Um, but back to business though, fellas. On today's episode, we'll... We'll go across a couple of odds and ends that have occurred throughout the week. There have been quite a few that have cropped up. Um, we'll also recap All-Star Weekend, because what a week it was. Mm. Uh, be right or good night returns as well, where I think it's you and I, Ro, we're facing the music today. Tequila-inducing. Um, I was actually just about to say that. <laughs> hey, high five, that was good. <laughs> Not going to tell you what it is, so you have to wait, but um, tear-inducing. Absolutely, and also, at uh, least sparked a new... A new segment on us last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't mind it. We liked it, so to return this week, we'll give our latest entertainment um, recommendation. We'll think of a name soon. Yeah, entertainment yeah. recommendations we'll run with at the moment. But without further ado, should we crack on with odds and ends? We should. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Okay, so to kick things off, guys, um, it was announced earlier in the week that Ca- the Cavs had replaced uh, head coach John Beeline. With J.B. Bickerstaff. What a surname. How mm. good is that? I had a mate in high school, Andrew Bickerstaff. Shout out to the... Shout out Andy. In fact, he could have been a basketball player. He was about seven foot tall in grade grade seven. But um, yeah, J.B. Bickerstaff joins or takes the reins as Cavs head coach. Um, mm. I don't think there's too many people that are envious of that role. But no. hopefully he can, I guess, restore a little bit of credibility with this team going forward. Hopefully, Andre Drummond, um, and yeah, the acquisition of Bickerstaff can hopefully, certainly not going to turn around this ship, but mm. hopefully it can 
Provide pull, a fresh start. Plug a few of the holes, mm. the leaky holes. But yeah, that's it. Mm. Did you hear what the drum said? Um, the drum. Yeah, new one. You hear what <laughs> the drum, <laughs> you and As G the, the drum. As G the drum. Did you hear what he said? Um, if if the former former coach stayed, what he'd do? No, I missed he, that. He pretty much said if he stays, he's leaving in free agency. And yeah, probably right. Fair so, yeah. Um, yeah, we won't dwell too much yeah. on the Cavs. I don't think anyone wants to dwell on the Cavs. So this is something we can dwell on. Clay Thompson uh, will not return this season, which is um, which is a shame. It is a shame, but. I guess it's not really worth it, is it? No, it would have better been, safe than sorry. Would have been nice to see, because I think, well, we're expecting Curry back start of March. Mm. Um, it would have been nice if we had have got to see a little bit of game time with uh, Curry, Thompson, Wiggins and Green. Yeah. But Next year. Next year. Um, probably a good move. They've got nothing to play for. so no, Not their season. Mm. Yeah, put him on ice, I reckon. Yeah, um, for me, um, Kyrie Irving... He's not coming back this season. Uh, he's been ruled out. Um, going to have shoulder surgery, going under the knife to get himself right. And, um, yeah, he'll, he'll come back next season with a fresh KD. Mm. And the Nets will the Nets will be trouble in the East once those two are back fit and firing. There was no use, um, you know, continuing um, Kyrie to play this year mm. considering he's not 100%. So I may as well put him on ice and... Uh, load up for a for a big um, twenty twenty season. Mm. Only got through twenty games. It was a bit mm. of a, I guess, a false start for the the new era Knicks. Mm. Uh, not Knicks. Nets. Nets should I say? Um, but yeah, hopefully he'll return better than ever next year. They're looking but, at the the bigger picture, aren't they? Yeah. The Nets just quickly. Well, that's uh, yeah. That, what did I say? That's that's uh, uh, <laughs> that's uh, all that's uh, right. Go ahead. They're, um, they're playing. They've actually played. Quite well, even yeah. without Kyrie Irving, and it's giving players like Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, Joe Harris, um, our, our friend of the show, Torian Prince, mm. all the opportunity to to show out. Um, you know, not being under the spotlight. Yeah. Of Kyrie Irving, so um, yeah, there's positives in it. Speaking of the great man, Kyrie Irving, um, mm. it was also announced during the week that he would be replacing. Uh, Paul Gasol on the Players Association board. Mm. Um, an interesting mm. move, isn't it? Mm. Uh, taking up a leadership role, it's probably an aspect that he's struggled with. Um, the failed experiment in Boston, namely. And even in Brooklyn already, there's been moments of, um, I guess, poor leadership. So... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes as the voice of the players. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, head coach of the Hawks, Lloyd Pierce, um, he said during the week that it'll be a couple of weeks um, before Clint Capella um, finally plays, which, yeah, I don't know what to think about It's disappointing because you, you, you hoped that he'd be out back on the court and you'd get to see that um, tandem of Trey Young and, and Capella, obviously. Mm. Um, but... As NBA fans, we we want players to be healthy, so I guess we'll just have to wait a few more weeks to see that duo. Mm. That's it. But again, I guess another team that nothing really to play for. No. Um, so yeah, would I am looking forward to seeing how Trey and Capella go. Mm. Mm. Should be a pretty exciting, dynamic young duo there. Mm. We've um, been full of segues um, throughout this odds and ends <laughs> segment, and once again, I'm. 
I'm gonna segue to Trey Young. He um, during the week he became the fourth youngest player um, to drop 50 points mm. um, in their 129 to 124 win over the Heat. Um, just LeBron, Devin Booker, and Brandon Jennings, who was a beast in his early days, um, have scored 50 points or more at a younger age, and just a sign of things to come for for Trey Young. Um, in his second season, dropping 50. That's unreal. Yeah, huge stuff from him. He, he had quite a game, didn't he? It was, mm. um, I guess, kind of nice for him to bounce back after the, I wouldn't say a social media war with Jimmy Butler, but... Mm. Just a little beef. A little bit of beef, a little, little bit of banter. So it was good to see Trey get on the winning end of it mm. this time. Mm, definitely. Uh, moving ahead, a team that seems to be in disarray at the minute, the Detroit Pistons. Um, their week's gotten no better. No. Uh, this week they've lost Reggie Jackson. Uh, he's been brought out and has signed with the Clippers. Yeah, so it's a big signing. <laughs> adding even more depth there, and also Markeith Morris has been his contract's been bought out, and it looks, well, probably as we speak, that he will be signing with the Lakers. Mm. So. One one Detroit player each way in LA. Geez, they're in all sorts. Detroit, like Derek Rose, injured at the moment. He's probably not going to be there long time. Like they've got no depth. Um, in all sorts, they are in all. And they're not a. They're certainly not a destination team either. Like, don't know if you've ever looked into. Sorry to the Detroit fans listening, but you live out there. (laughs) It's um not the not the most attractive destination, but um. Yeah, they're, they're in some trouble. I think their only way to go at the minute, I'm reading a book at the minute actually on the plane today and it goes through all the decades mm. Um, mm. through the NBA and they need to bring back the uh, the bad boys, yeah. Isaiah Thomas, and just they clearly don't have the players to match up skill-wise so they might no. just have to go play dirty, play rough mm. and just grind out wins. Can't really see Lukey Kennard chucking fists, can Chucking you? elbows, no, Demboya, no. raining bombs, but... <laughs> Yeah, a team that's in disarray for sure. What about this? Um, Boogie Cousins, he's been waived by the Lakers. This we, is hard. We, we saw this in the airport before and we're thinking to ourselves, geez, that's that's harsh. Like I know they had probably had to free up some cap space to sign um, Mark Eve Morris, but geez, Boogie could have been handy um, over the next few years for the Lakers once he got healthy. And he definitely wasn't told in advance, it seems like. Two days before this wave, he's put out a tweet saying, what did he say, like... Um, How he's never been part of a team like this. Yeah, um, if one goes to the cinema, all goes to the cinema. Things like that, like, they've just sprung it on him and it's it's honestly ridiculous for him, at least, yeah. It is, absolutely. Um, Once again, it just shows that the NBA is a business, first and foremost. Brutal business. Yeah, there's no there's no time for to make friends and companions really one day you could be going to the movies the next day you could be on the on the plane to bloody the other side of the country mm. just you never know different note what was that bloke's name who sang that real meme song I'll take you to the movies <laughs> <laughs> what was his name I, uh, I know who you're talking uh, about I just can't remember his name I, he was an Australian bloke wasn't he no I hope not no I think he was God, oh, oh well yeah. I, sorry I just got distracted there with the movie chat Lee look up that song you'll love it um, I don't know if I will. No, you probably won't. <laughs> uh, looking ahead, though, the the Rockets have signed during the week Jeff Green and Damari Carroll, so that just bolsters uh, their depth. 
And Westbrook and Harden, just I guess to kind of solidify this, were asked during the week what this team needs, mm -hmm. I guess to push forward, and I guess be a real contender. Um, and they were both pretty adamant that they're there. They don't need anything now. They've got the pieces with Covington signed. Mm. Uh, these players adding a bit of depth here. He, well, those Westbrook and Harden reckon they're ready to roll. They're mm. an offensive juggernaut, aren't they? Loving the small ball. I'm keen to see how it goes in the playoffs. Yeah, it's yeah. such an unusual thing to see, like a total small ball lineup being deployed. It's interesting. Uh, you don't see many of these teams who could easily beat anyone on their day but at the same time could lose to anyone on their day as well depending on how their obviously their offense can is up there with the best of them but their defense leaves a bit to be, to desired. be desired it's well that's the thing they're just gonna have to i guess go up breakneck pace for 48 minutes and just outscore everyone mm. and i guess with the players they've got they can probably do this mm. um, but yeah nevertheless excited to see how that goes mm. Yeah, well, I guess that wraps up our odds and end. We'll transition into All-Star Weekend. Quite, no, it wasn't All-Star Weekend. All-Star Week, should I say. Mm. A whole week dedicated to it. Mm. Um, a lot went down and it kicked off with the Celebrity Game. Mm. Do you want to touch on that, Lee? Because yeah, I know sure. you did I don't want to go about a, it. I don't want to go into too much detail, but pretty much the best part of the game was... Um, just Stephen A. in general, um, possibly possibly the most entertaining voice in sports history, in my opinion. His team got thrashed. Quavo shot one from nineteen. I think oh, any of Quavo. us guys could do better. Um, Stephen A. said he might just have to suit up next year. So um, we'd one love to see 19, that. One of nineteen, hey? That's just ridiculous. He had the handles, but he didn't have the he didn't have the touch. Wow. Did anyone see um, Spice Adams get blocked? Yeah, I did. After yeah, the I did Euro step. Yeah, that was entertaining Big as well. Big boy goes down. Bloody oath. Um, <laughs> so who won, who won that game? Not Stephen A's Not team, Stephen. that's all I know. Yeah, right. Well, that kind of kicked off the weekend, but then I guess where it really things got interesting was the, the Rising Stars game. Uh, we had... Team USA getting up 151 to 131 over Team World. Mm. Uh, RJ Barrett was he was pretty impressive mm. in this game. He went 27 points, six, six rebounds and five assists. Mm -hmm. But it was Charlotte Hornets, Miles Bridges off the bench getting the uh, MVP with 20 points, five rebounds and five assists, going eight of 12 from the field. Um it was an interesting game just because we'll touch on this more in the main game. Uh, if you watch the last minute and a half or so of the fourth quarter, it turned into a dunk-off. Mm. Um, Zion and Ja Morant just, I guess, seen as they weren't in the dunk contest, they just, you know, going for gold at the end of this game. Bit of a future years, perhaps. But I won't go into it too much. It's, it kind of annoys me, mm. the fact that this game's such a piss-take. They really need something riding on it to make it a... I think for the fans as well, we spoke about last week how much the, the tickets were mm -hmm. um, to the All-Star Week in general. If you're paying this much money to see the best players in the world, you want to see it taken seriously, I yeah. think. Yeah. And like as cool as it was to a certain extent seeing Jar and Zion just try and throw down massive dunks, it just takes away a lot of credibility of this game for mm. me. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll touch on, I guess, more of the 
effort levels in the main game. Mm. Uh, for me, though, my favourite player this game was Luca hitting a half-court shot right yeah. on half-time. Didn't he love it? And just seeing his and Trey's reaction. Mm. <laughs> it was like, are you for real? Mm. Are you for real? Yeah. But, um, and it was kind of a cool moment because we've spoken about those two players. It seems they're going to kind of forever be like connected. Yeah. And yeah. this was, I don't know, it was just a cool moment to see them like together. Um, yeah. But yeah, they both showed out as well before their, I guess it was kind of the entree before the main course in the main game. Um, but yeah, how do you guys feel about the like the Rising Stars game? Um, it Like you said, it's always a good appetizer just before the week, whole weekend starts. Um, I don't get too invested in it, but nonetheless, it was a good game. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really read too much into it, do you? But um, what I liked is... Um, I think looking back on this game, we'll notice that there was a lot of future All-Stars playing mm. in this game. Like, I know we've already got um, Trey Young and Luka Doncic, obviously, but had players like RJ Barrett, who, as you said, Nick, just balled out throughout this game. He had 27 points. And even guys like um, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, yeah. um, you know, Zion Williamson, Kendrick Nunn. Um, pretty good lineup, wasn't it? Yeah. Like it's, it's... What about Devontae? Devontae. 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 Yeah. I love Devontae. Moran, I don't like know if brother. you said. I think Eric Pascal will get up there. We um, Tyler Hero. We've spoken about how it's kind of, to a certain extent, upsetting that there's so many big name players that are coming to the back end of their career. LeBron, mm. Chris Paul, etc., etc. But it's reassuring, like these these first year players that we've spoken about: Hero, Pascal. Jar Morant, Zion, uh, second-year players, Trey, Luca, so on and so forth, mm. that there's a lot of um, quality players that can fill that void for the league. Mm. So, yeah, exciting times ahead. Definitely. Uh, moving ahead from that game, we had the, the skills contest. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, this was, it was pretty interesting to see it all unfold, like the big men with handles and yeah. kind mm. of, Quite a bit of grace to them, mm. um, but it, in the end, it came down to Bam Adebayo and Sabonis, mm. and yeah, the Miami Heat uh, star, first time All Star getting the win, mm. so a good way for him to start his All Star weekend. Mm. I just tuned into the the end of the skills contest, which, to be honest, is all you really need to see. Um, but I don't know about you guys, but I didn't hear any Bam predictions to win the. The skills contest. D-Wade picked him. Oh, D-Wade. Yeah, that was about it. Cool. Yeah, buddy, you <laughs> couldn't expect D-Wade. any less from D-Wade <laughs> picking him. But. Well, I think a lot of odds on favourites, I think you had Spencer Dimwitty in your B-Rider Goodnight that we'll touch on mm-hmm. shortly, Ro. But Jason Tatum, I know, oh, yeah. was yeah. Yeah. Um, given a pretty good chance. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people even liked the big man, Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Mm. But yes, yeah, Sabonis and Adebayo, two blokes making their first appearance in All-Star Games. And, mm. yeah, it was quite... Um, entertaining. Guess, yeah, it was, it was entertaining. It was refreshing to see a couple of new faces and some surprise uh, yeah, surprise runs. Mm. How's this stat? So okay. before the <laughs> before the skills comp, Bam Adebayo was one from 11 from three-point oh, range in the regular really season. Good. One from 11, and he's just come in and hit three of a possible six shots. Yeah, that's I good. I mean, the skills contest. Good from him. That's yeah. a that's a way to find a bit of form, isn't it? Mm. Let's yeah. see if he'll he'll jack up any more threes in regular season games. Let him lose. Gives let him a bit of confidence. I think he mentioned he wanted 
um, after the skills comp, he wanted Eric Spolstra to just sit him at the top of the key. He can mm. just wander out there whenever Rain. he feels like and drop bombs. I said like he, it. He said he's going to give the trophy to his mama, which we love. Yeah, we, we do. We're that. a big fan of Mrs. Adebayo. <laughs> Mrs. Adebayo. Yes, put that one on the uh, mantelpiece ASAP. Bam, bam. Thank you, Cam. <laughs> That's not how it goes. <laughs> That's what I do because it was on Modern Family. But go on, go ahead. Three point contest. Little Modern Family reference there. <laughs> um, three point contest, indeed, Lee. Uh, kind of turned into a bit of a shootout, yeah. didn't it? Bet- mm. Between Buddy Hield and Devin Booker. Mm. Uh, the former Buddy Hield getting the win from the Kings. What a what a finish it was, though. Mm, I think. Was it Booker put up 26? Yeah, 26. Which and is a bloody respectable score. Isn't really it? respectable score. And I think, especially seeing he was left out initially, mm. I think the crowd was pretty firmly behind him. I know like when we knew it came down to him and Hield, mm. um, fan of Buddy Hield, but I was certainly going for Booker. Mm. I was and going for Buddy Hield, Sacktown all the way. Sacktown, Sacked. you and your... My my career there. No, we've traded to Bucks. Allegiances. Oh. we've got we've got the championship. You went to Clippers. You went to Lakers. Straight I didn't away, go to Lakers. Too. Nick didn't. You went oh, to Clippers. I've got my chip and now going to Bucks. But um, <laughs> but no, it was good. Yeah, well, Booker was looking good. Yeah, he was looking really good, and he started pretty pretty averagely. Mm. Um, then he came to his last rack, the money ball rack, mm. and he made the first three. Yeah, uh, missed the fourth. Which brought him Down by one. Yeah. Mm. And he sunk the last bucket, sealed the game, mm. and that was all she wrote. Yes. Uh, to be honest, this was probably my favourite three-point contest just because of how dramatic it was at the end. Just because yeah. it came down to that last bowl, yeah. And the calibre of players, not just those two, but we had you know, a pretty good lineup in yeah. this one. Mm. Uh, my question, though. Here we go. My question is, how did we feel about the, the money balls, the Mountain Dew... Uh, yeah, the Mountain Dew balls. I liked it, to be honest. It Did mi- you? It mixed it up a little bit. And I think the NBA is not... Like, there's more players expanding their range these days. So I guess it it allowed us to um, see the players showcase their range mm. in the three-point contest. And, you know, I think it was... I, I like it being mixed up every now and again. The only thing is with the, the money balls, you're talking about the green ones. Uh, yeah, they? not the... What I, 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 I think not the money balls, yeah, the Mountain Dew I balls. think they're Dew cold, balls. yeah, whatever, they're cold. The only thing is if you wanted to be in the game, you had to sink at least one of them throughout your run. Yeah. Because mm. if you got... They were three points. A lot was riding on them. To be honest, I'm I'm on the opposite side of the fence from you, Roy. I see as a pill, I guess, um, the gimmick side of it. Just felt like a bit of a cash grab from the league. Mm. Get Mountain Dew as a sponsor, yeah. give them a spot and a bowl and away we go. And it kind of felt like for me, the three-point competition is something, like it's a three-point competition. It just felt like it didn't, like if it's do, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Mm, yeah. And it just felt like, as you said, Lee, if you, like, missed if you missed one, you were, or you missed two, should I say, it really put you behind the eight ball. What yeah. What would you say if it? Are you Are you angry that it was three points each ball? What if it was two points? Say. Um. Or to be honest, just... if they're going to do something like that, I think they need to because it like it was wasn't that much further out. No. I think it needed mm. to go back a foot or two to make it like and still kept it as three, but it just felt like Another, it wasn't yeah. really warranted. Like a lot of players hit those shots, which is kind of. 
indicative of how the game's progressing. People mm. like Trey Young pulls up from the logo multiple times a game. Mm. Um, I think if they're going to do that, they need to take it back a foot or two. Yeah. Or just half court heave. Well, yeah. Uh, mm. Luca hit one the other day. Bring it mm. on, I reckon mm. that. And that's like if you get it, fair play. But it's not such a regular mm. occurrence. Another thing with that, um, like you said, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Also. If you're going that far out, um, it messes up like your routine, right? Yeah. Well, it does. There we was saw one... Joe Harris. Joe Harris, that's yeah. it. He had to. He he was, you know, in his normal routine, going around the arc as as per usual, and then he sort of forgot that the um the Jew ball was there, and he sort of had to the step what ball? back. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say the Jew. <laughs> the Jew. We need to put them. The Jew ball. MD yeah. ball. Oh, not that either. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Regardless, he was out of rhythm. And, um, yeah, they, they weren't used to it, I don't think. Um, Hurt me as well, bloody Joe Harris. We'll get to that yeah, later on. We'll get on, to that later mm-hmm. on. Did you guys know, though, that um, Buddy, Buddy Heald is currently third in three-pointers made this season? I didn't know. I had heard. Do you have... Is this a trivia? You're gonna no, no, it's a, not a trivia. But two? I would have thought if I had known that um, prior to the three point contest, I probably would have been looking at Buddy a bit more favourably than I was. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty pretty massive. He's he's pretty lethal, isn't he? Like mm. he probably doesn't get the credit like a Booker or no. you think a three point shooters Harden, Curry, Trey, Trey, um, especially coming off the bench for now at least. If he's third in all all three pointers made this season, that's big coming off the bench it is a huge he's um yeah an exciting little spark plug to have off the bench mm. so hopefully he can continue that indeed uh the dunk contest oh, the controversial dunk contest okay before we get into the heated moment of it can we say our favorite dunks our one our our one favorite dunk i've got mine but do you want to start with yours mine was um as g Baseline corner of the backboard. It gets mm. off the corner, one-handed. The way the ball just gracefully fell into his hand, he spun around and just slammed it down. That was my... Uh, we'll, we'll probably post it on our IG later, I'm thinking. Yeah. Each of our... Fa- but that was mine. Jesus. Uh, for mine, I'd probably have to go with the one over Taco Fall. Yeah. Just mm. You can't fold that, it. Yeah. Because of that bloke, he's, he's nearly got his own postcode. Mm. He's mm. a huge man. And to sail over the top of him mm. was, I don't know. Unre- how didn't that get a per- perfect? Wait, hold, let's hold back. Well, oh, okay. hold back no, that, yeah, it was the one over Taco Fall for me. Yeah. And right. And mine was the same as yours, Lee. That one from the baseline. It was unreal how he can put him put his body in that motion yeah. and still finish. Just quickly, I thought Dwight Howard's first dunk was underrated. Like the Superman what, one, watching it in slow motion. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, and he was sort of smiling and turning at the same time and finished it. Statue of Liberty. That I thought that one deserved a bit more credit, but mm. you know, is what it is. I thought Pat Connaughton was oh, quite impressive was as well. Yeah. Um, white men can't jump. That, man, that was cool. Yeah. That's a myth. But he he had a pretty impressive showing, mm. and. Hopefully he gets a little bit more exposure now. Just we've seen like it's pure athleticism. Um, hopefully he can translate that into minutes on the court. Mm. What one do you like better, the back of the glass touch or the the back of the glass touch? Because I remember we were watching this and Ro and I, and it kind of we had to watch the replay because yeah, like no one had 
quite processed what had happened, but that, like, when you watch it in slow motion, mm. that's pretty sick. It's pretty yeah. impressive. So, yeah. yeah, touching the backboard would have got it for me. I, that was nearly, I was looking at that one and the mm. Gordon over Tuck 04 one. Gave it to for, uh, Gordon, but, yeah, that one from Pat, the postman, was pretty good. Did you did you notice just then, as we were talking about our favourite dunks, none of us mentioned any from Derek Jones I Jr.? I did notice that. Mm. Here we go. Well. Okay, let's just... Get right into it. I'm going to ask the question. As Nick would say, let's not stand on ceremony. Let's not stand (laughs) on ceremony. Did Aaron Gordon get robbed? Without a doubt. Yeah. Yes. 100%. 100%. Uh, For anyone who hasn't seen this dunk contest, check it out on YouTube. Just look up Aaron Gordon versus Derek Jones. Um, And yeah, it's probably the second time he's been robbed. Mm. Hence his press conference after he... He retired yeah. from the dunk contest. Mm. Um, what did it for me, though, was probably not only should he have got a 50 for uh, for the jump over fall, mm. but all of Jones's dunks seemed to be pretty much the same. Yeah, that's what I was like thinking. A kind of annoying, Very similar. Like, okay, 50 for the first time around, but he wasn't really tweaking them that much. Mm. Every dunk of Gordon's was completely different. Mm. He's um, creative. Probably the most creative dunker, or one of the most mean, creative yeah. dunkers we've ever seen. Absolutely. Not so, only that, as G's dunks, I thought, seemed more effortless, yet he slammed them down with more power. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah, like... But yeah. come on, he dunked over a man... Think about this, seven foot five without shoes. Mm, he was yeah. seven, 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 with seven. Shoes. I think yeah. it was, yeah. And gets three nines, three nines for dunking up a seven foot five man. Ugh. Come on. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people. Was it today or is it tomorrow? Dwayne Wade's having his um, <laughs> jersey <laughs> hanging the, uh, hanging the rafters. Cop, he copped some for that, didn't he? Down in Miami, but I feel like there's a lot of a lot of people who would probably are probably trying to pull it down mm. um, just based on his his judging. Abilities. Mm. Mm. I think um, people were just going at D Wade because he was against a Miami Heat. Because yeah. there own. were two other judges that gave nines as well. Mm. Um, I see the point that they like they needed because it's getting to the point where you needed a winner. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Jones has got fifty and Gordon got forty-seven for dunking like over a, a seven. Put the two dunks seven, next seven. to each other. Mm. Yeah. Um, he certainly did get robbed, and I do not blame him at all mm-hmm. for, I guess, giving up on the competition. Right. Yeah. Um, what What more do you have to do? Mm. Well, we've seen it in the we've seen all of this in the past, but I think this year this year's dunk contest proves how broken the system is. Yeah. And now it's time to find some alternate solutions. Now I've got three, and you tell me what you think about this. Here's oh, I prepared yeah. earlier. Number one. I think 50s are given out too easily. To counter this, you could make the score out of 100, so 20 each. Yeah, I like oh, yeah. that yeah. because there's more room for kind of scope there. Mm. Um, I like that, and I, yeah, I like that. Okay, that's number one. <laughs> yep. Two, to get a more honest score of what the judges think, I don't think um, they should be able to see what each judge is um, scoring. Mm. There's but, a lot of, um, I, no- I noticed there was a lot of, um, you communication. know, communication. Yeah. I think D Wade at some stage said I was peer pressured into giving this call. That can't be how it works. Okay, and this would obviously lead to less dunks. But as as G said, we're here to do four dunks, not 
what did they do? Six in the end. They hit yeah, to do four dunks. Best out of four dunks. Yeah. Number three, which I, I think this is important, put former dunk contest winners in the judging seats, whether I it like be that. present or past, Nate Robinson, Zach Levine, people that have been there and knows what's happening. Because they've I've seen in the past, like I love Kevin Hart, but like you're not you shouldn't be there to he judge. You're know. funny, but you're not a expert by any means on what's a good dunk and what's yeah. not. Yeah, for sure. Um, so is your question there, Lee? Which one do we like most? No, I just, I just, I, think, I like them all. If they I implemented we, yeah, all, all of those, those yeah. it would make the dunk competition a lot more reputable mm. and more, um, a better product overall. Mm. I think this probably result will have turned away a lot of people. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I really like all of those suggestions mm. you put forth. A little question to bounce back with. Okay, yeah. So, Gordon said he's retired from the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. If Zach Levine next year were to come out and say, I'm in, do you reckon that would be enough for Gordon to come out and say, I want that rematch? No. I don't think so. You don't reckon? I think he's done. He's done. You, reckon he's you done. can just tell it. He's going... Imagine if he got robbed of a third. Uh, yeah, and I he think would that's have the a risk. Yeah. He's going in the three-point contest, or he wants to at least next year. So um... Yeah. That's his new goal. Was that a... I was listening to that. Was that a tongue-in-cheek comment, or was that... Do you think he legitimately wants to... I think he wants to. think how good a shooter he is. Yeah, that's what I, I was know, thinking. But I think he's going to crack down. And Okay, but to bring it up to a lighter note on the dunk contest, I have a yeah. little question or a little thing. Build your four, your dream four-man dunk contest current players. Current? Are, are they current players at any stage of their career no, or right at now. this point? Right now. So, Levine? Agree. Gordon, yeah, yep, they're the two locks. Um, I don't know. Do you take Jar and Zion, or I think I take one of them, maybe Jar. Mine was yeah, yeah, Jar. I'd maybe take. Jar and my my last one was between either Russ or LeBron because I know they're both getting getting old, but they can still put up crazy dunks. They put it up and they can chuck it down. They sure can, sure. Can. <laughs> they um, sure can. <laughs> I don't mess that one up. <laughs> oh, that's so... Gordon Levine... Jar, I'd Jar. say. And so you're I'd going say, I'd, I'd say Russ. I wouldn't say be LeBron. putting LeBron in. You wouldn't? I probably no, would. No, you can throw him down, but he doesn't have those creative dunks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he could. Russ... I reckon he'd be sick to see, mm. yeah, that athleticism. I'd probably put Zion in, mm. because like we got a little sampler in the Rising Star game. He's got some moves, and he's a big boy. Yeah. Mm. So I reckon it'd be pretty cool, and to see him and Jar face off, mm. Gordon and Levine. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Without running through every every player. Mm. Uh, yeah. I think those four would do it for me. Mm. Okay. Should we go on to the All-Star game, the big big game? The big game, the big dance. Yeah. Um, Should we start off just finished and... Like, I want to touch on Commons, Commons bring out of the players. Do you that see was that? one of the better intros I've seen. Yeah, do you want to talk about that, Lee? Uh, I haven't got much to say, but he basically did this... Um, did this rhyming thing as he brought out the players. I can't remember any off by heart, but that was just pretty insane. It was insane. sick, wasn't it? We were watching this and we were just... Like, it just flowed. Yeah. It flowed so well. And the and players loved it. Yeah. I, he, like, I've never really heard of Common. 
Neither. But he was super, super talented in this. Like, yeah, he was good. Yeah, he's that, done. Okay, that was good. Do you know what was bad? Though? Oh yes, I'm yes, saying. it was the worst thing oh, ever. God, I Give just remembered how bad was the national anthem. What was her name? Sung by a woman named Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. This Shaka was can't a, sing. She can't. Shaka can't sing. This was an absolute just. It's it almost criminal. You'd rather hear bloody fingernails scratching on a chalkboard, wouldn't you? And it's so horrible. I know Ro and I, we watched it, and we... Uh, you compare it a couple of weeks ago to the Super Bowl. Demi oh. Lovato absolutely killed yeah. the rendition of it. Yeah. We ended up putting that on afterwards just so we had... Wash the bad taste Wash the bad yeah, taste Jesus. out. But she... That was the worst she thing i She sounded like, and she bloody looked like she just finished a bottle of red. The players were walking <laughs> off before she'd even finished. And you could see the players like, yikes, like, this is... Get me out of here. Because that, that was the worst national anthem performance I've ever seen in my life. And it's such a shame because... It's an all-star game. What are you thinking, NBA, whoever sets this up? Don't I, bring Shaka can't sing into this national... Oh, no, I just... I'm as patriotic as the best of them for Australia. Yeah. Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi. Yeah. But I would take Star Spangled Banner tenfold over compared mm. to Advanced Australia Fair. Yeah. Like, that gives you goosebumps yeah. when you hear it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That sounded like bloody fingernails down a chalkboard. <laughs> That was horrible. Why do why does the NBA All Star Game have a reputation of bad national anthem singers? Remember mm. Fergie a couple of years ago? Yeah, I was standing in the line <laughs> thinking, "What the hell is this rubbish?" Yeah, and now Shaka Khan's just dribbled out some complete Shaka Khan. Oh, it was nonsense, and not only was she putting too much mustard on it, but she just literally <laughs> couldn't sing. Yeah, no, she could not sing to no. save her life. Get Demi back. Demi I'm... back would be great. Yeah. Get us back. Big fan of her. Love Demi Lovato. Shout out Demi. Um, But yeah, her rendition was incredible. But Mm. yeah, that was truly... That was probably the worst moment of All-Star Weekend. (laughs) Honestly, though. Honestly. So. It was sick. It was was actually vile. Yeah, I think that'll be the first and last time we hear of Shaka Khan. Jesus. Into the game. Yeah, let's go. So, yeah, should we... Say the score and then break it down from there. Um, yeah, say the score. So, how it ended, well, how it, yeah, how it ended, should I say? Team LeBron getting up 157 to 155 mm. over Team Giannis. Mm. Um, our MVP for this one, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, 30 points, seven rebounds, and four assists. Before before we get into it, who were you rooting for? Because I know LeBron. you were rooting for Team mm. LeBron. Because I know I wasn't too sure, but when the game start started, I you sort of get that instinct of okay, I'm going for them. Like I didn't know who I was going to, but I was going for Team Giannis. Wait, just was like it the underdog instinct. aspect or um, underdog aspect? The fact that Trey Young was on the team, um, just because I love Trey. So uh, yeah, pretty much the underdog aspect though that that brought a lot into it. Mm. Well, they were looking good there, but how's his? Kawhi Leonard was off his trolley. Mm. He he started the game. He finished eight of fourteen from three. Started seven of eight. Yeah, he was not missing early, was he? That no. was nuts. That was incredible. Just his his hands were on fire. Mm. Yeah. Um, his big same old team with Chris Paul. Really, mm. yeah. it looked like. Well, Team Giannis were getting on top there for a while, especially in the third. And it was if it wasn't for Chris Paul, um, could have blown out. By even more, he uh, he got the team back into it. Seven of eleven from three went. Um, 
And yeah, it was really his hands that kind of kept them in it. Mm. It was a pretty back and forth game though, for the most part. Like there mm. were, yeah. it was kind of a game of runs. Mm. Um, Team LeBron started like a house on fire. Yeah. Team Giannis clawed their way back. And yeah, going into the fourth, that uh, I guess kind of differently formatted quarter, um, mm. Team Giannis were ahead by a few. Mm. So for anyone out there who wasn't familiar with the game setup, uh, it was to be, I guess, three individual games for the first three quarters. Mm. And in the fourth quarter, the accumulative scores from all three quarters were added together. Um, and so the team that was in front had to score an additional 24 points for Kobe Bryant to win the game. Yeah. And the other team, they had to make up whatever they were behind plus the 24. Um, and this is where the game got exciting. Like there were some quality plays throughout, but that fourth quarter kind of touches on what we were talking about in the Rising Star game. Mm. Just intensity, a will to to just play to your max and defend. Felt like a playoffs game, didn't it? It did. There's players taking bloody charges in the Cole fourth. Cole Lowry stepped in that front of LeBron. A, that was, was elite. And like, James Harden. Like running into a bloody brick wall. Yeah. He was, was phenomenal with his defense. It was a shame that um, gave away the that cost them the game yeah but yeah so down the down the stretch here it really came came down to just what was it like a point in it mm-hmm. um and the one thing though i didn't want to happen was i wanted a like a great game winner mm. to end the game yeah i said just don't let it be free throws yeah but uh cole lowry tag tagged ad or grabbed his arm pulled him down sent him to the line AD had to make one out of two. Yeah. Missed the first one. And we're like, ooh. Supposedly intentionally. But yeah, yeah, make it interesting. Can, Sunk the second one to clinch the game. Mm. But this, like, did you guys find this format a success? Yes. You liked it? Well, there was defense being played. It was more, it was probably the most intense all-star game I've ever seen. Particularly yeah. that last quarter. That last quarter especially. Yeah, I loved it. I hope they keep it for many more years. Yeah, I don't know how you work around the... Like, I agree. I I would have loved someone to hit a massive shot to win the game. Yeah. Like, when LeBron pulled up from the logo. Oh, no, I was... Yeah. I, was, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have been mad if Team LeBron won on that, honestly. No, no. Yeah, on a but free throw, it's a little... It's a little bit flat. Yeah. And I heard um, Joel Embiid after the game say, more or less, that he... In future, he d- doesn't want a free throw to decide the game. But I don't really know how you work... Around that, is it, it like is if you get? Game. Is it like I was thinking too? If you get fouled, just an inbound or like something, I don't know. Yeah, but like yeah, maybe within work. the last minute, if you get fouled, mm. it's an inbound. But Leo, like you said, it was part of the game, and especially with this one, it was probably more exciting than it could have been because because um, if if Lowry didn't pull AD down, he was just gonna get a simple little yeah he had layup. to do it. so um. And then he missed that first one, which tensed it up a little. So, like, it's part of the game. But, yeah, maybe some alternate solutions would be better. I agree, though. For me, this was certainly my favourite All-Star game. Mm. And I truly hope, like I'm with you, that they keep um, something similar. Mm-hmm. Like, just something to bring out that defensive mindset, that kind of hustle plays. Mm. Yeah. As we were saying, like, even though he gave away that foul at the end, 
watching Kyle Lowry throw himself around in that last quarter, like he was he was rabid. Who yeah. in their right mind takes charges two charges in an all star game? Mm. That's never been seen before, no, I don't think. No. They're contesting Coles a lot more as so Yeah, like the, so how good. animated were they? Mm. Um Well the fact the the fact that they were playing for not only two hundred grand in the last quarter, but because it was a tie in the third, they were playing they were playing for three hundred grand for the charity, whatever one it was. Yeah. And they were was, sitting close to the court as well, so you could see the people the that you were playing for. Yeah. Affected. yeah, I think so team Yarn well team LeBron got the win. Uh, team Giannis raised a hundred thousand for his charity of choice. Mm. Team LeBron four hundred thousand. Yeah. So that's um. Okay, a couple of questions. Yeah, huge. Favorite moment in the All Star game. Um. Did you want me to say it? Because I have mine straight up. Yep. The three way lob um from Russ to CP three and then thrown down by our our homeboy Ben Simmons. Yeah, that was sick. That was. Which big. we'll probably post on IG later, but that was oh, it gave me chills. Is like an all-star play. Mine was, we've just spoken about it, but seeing Cole Lowry. Yeah, mm. the, like, the charge on LeBron. Yeah, the yeah. charge on LeBron, just because, yeah, you don't you don't see charges taken in an all-star mm. game. So that was kind of the moment that, you know, this is more than just your regular all-star game. Yeah. Um, and it's something like I've wanted defense more, you know, commitment. Yeah. yeah, a bit of, bit of hustle showing and that. That was a sick yeah. moment, so good Just on Cole Lowry. Just how he pointed up it. Yeah, I yeah. loved it too. Points, but... It's as good as a bucket, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. What about yours, right? Mine was sort of like an accumulation of moments when Kawhi kept hitting threes yeah. Yeah. Um, in the first quarter, in the first half in particular. Like, he didn't say... He was automatic from the arc, and it was sort of almost funny... Yeah. Whenever it went into his hands from the arc, you were thinking, "Jesus is just going in. This, yeah. this isn't missing." Um, yeah, but it was a it was a game full of full of great moments, and hopefully, um, you know, that level of intensity and entertainment can be maintained going forward in future All Star games. Fingers crossed. One more question: Who was your first of all? Who was your favorite um, player from Team LeBron? Ah. Uh, uh... Favorite, uh, it'd probably be Chris Paul. Chris Paul, yeah. Just because of the way he kept them in it, yeah. Um, and seeing him come off the bench, just ball out from three, mm. he really was the reason they were able to kind of have a chance in the fourth. Mm. He yeah. was the surprise packet, wasn't he? Mine mm. was um, Kawhi, as I mentioned yeah. before, hitting all those threes. Mm. Um, yeah, he Big was one. unbelievable to watch. I don't know if it's an Australian bias, but mine was actually Ben Simmons. I just Bendy. love. Love what, I always love watching him play, and especially in this all-star game, he, he was on the court for 29 minutes, and he deserved every one of them. His game has elevated to the max recently, hasn't yeah. it? He's been phenomenal as of late. Mm. Like He's looking like an MVP candidate. Yeah, he is. It's um, nice to see, isn't it? Yeah. Like he's getting points, still facilitating. Mm. Do you give, the, give Philly any chance in the playoffs? I know, no. I don't think you do, do you, Rob? No, no, I... To be honest with you, I personally don't rate Philly as highly as um, other teams, um, particularly in the East. I think in the playoffs, they will get found out quite easily. Um, I think it's just got to do with mental toughness. I don't think it's there just yet. Mm. In saying that, I love watching Ben Simmons play. He's one of my favourite players. But the team as a whole, I don't think has got what it takes at the moment. But mm. it is what it is. <laughs> okay, what about your favourite player from... Um... Team Giannis. Mine was um, Lowry 
for the yeah, same reasons had to just be. those just those charges. Yeah, I think we're all pretty on board mm, there, yeah. Larry. Yeah. Like he was he's just like a little little dog, wasn't he? Just buzzing yeah. around, chomping mm. on people's heels and yeah. Mm. yeah, he was he was fantastic. A uh, pretty good all-star game. A good uh, good mm. way to wrap up the all-star week. Mm. Indeed. Uh, Here we go. Shall we move on, fellas, right, to I more this, yeah. more pressing matters? Be right or good night is back. Uh, we'll we'll start with our our predictions for last week and how they all went down. So yeah, a uh, pretty demoralising week for Row and I. Um, my pick was for Joe Harris to go back-to-back in the three-point competition, uh, as we touched on earlier in the show. It was really only a two-horse race, and unfortunately, Joe wasn't one of those horses. So, yeah, I will be under the... What's the word? Under Jeez. under fire this week. Yeah. The first time in a little while I've been uh, on the pine for a while, so... Humble brag. Keen to get back into it. <laughs> I'd um Trey Young to have the most assists for Team Giannis in the All Star game, and it was it came pretty close in the end because I don't think Trey had any minutes in the in the fourth. It was Lowry that spent all the all the time on, and he he racked up um eight assists, but Trey Trey racked up ten. So I'm I'm free this week. Well done, Lee. I'm very happy yeah, well for done, you. Um, mine was Spencer Dinwiddie to win the skills contest. Um, unfortunately for me and unfortunately for Spencer, he got uh, knocked out in the first round, and that's all she wrote. So. Was it? Wasn't it by? Um, it was by Bam. Bam. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was pr- over pretty early for me, but you know, is what at it least is. If you lost, at least just to the eventual winner. Yeah. yeah. Like that's. A small consolation prize, that. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Ro and I, as Lee mentioned, a tear-inducing punishment. Mm. Uh, this week... Get your goggles on. Yeah, Ro and I will be eating a raw onion each. Full uh, raw onion. Full raw onion. onion. They're bloody big onions. They're big ins. Uh, to, so what we're going to do, guys, <laughs> we're going to um, pause the podcast here. We'll be back in a minute. But to see the video of what unfolds, make sure to follow our socials. Uh, the video will be on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search up the Daily Dribble, and you will be able to see see what unfolds. But uh, yeah, we'll hit you guys up in a minute. Um, so we're we're back here, um, <laughs> somewhat. We're kind of, I I feel like a shell of my former self. You look it. Um, that was by far the worst punishment I think I've done so far. <laughs> That was that was hard. That was not bad, but I feel like the ramifications are going to continue. Wait till you see this video. Probably the funniest video of all the B-Rights or Good Nights, I'd say. My stomach feels like it's gone on an absolute loop. My mouth feels numb. I just wait. Feel, you wait. Down, I, downstairs is where it's going to kick in. Oh, God. I feel like I need to vom now. Mm. Um, how do you feel, Roy? You conquered it well, mate. Yeah, I, I got it down in the end, but geez, my stomach's seen better days. Shout out, Pete Murray. But um, <laughs> it's, it's um, yeah, once again, it's one of those punishments which has a, has a... Um, lingering effect. Lingering effect, that's the word I'm after, but... Um, Guys, check yeah. it out. This video is going to be quality. So, me and Ro, are we going to pass Nick on this or not? He didn't finish it, I but didn't. he... Mm. That's how I'm a bit conflicted. Yeah, I... I don't want to be the judge for this because I was a part of the um, 
That's better more of you too because you know the feeling, but like he didn't. It's no, like, I didn't, and that's that's pretty much the rules, isn't it? Yeah. Like if you don't finish, yeah, you put yourself up the creek for next week. So here's how it's gonna work: if you if you um get the thing right and like you don't have to do the punishment, you're gonna have to anyway. And if you get the punish, if you get the prediction wrong, um, there's gonna be a little extra bonus, something added. I think I'm the first one to tap, aren't I? You well, are. not. I tapped and then I brought myself back into it mm. and then I bottled it. You yeah. see that in the UFC quite regularly. They tap and then they walk back in the and octagon like, and say, no, I've got more. <laughs> I've got more in the tank. Um, Jeez, yeah, uh, guys, make sure to check out our socials, as I said, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Um, you'll be able to see the video and hit us up. Let, let, maybe, should we let the viewers... Should we almost put it? No, we've what? said I've lost. I was going to say the viewers won't little, be kind to you. Do a little poll. No, did Nick pass? You're in the. You're in. I'm in the doghouse. Yeah. All right, we'll move ahead, guys, to our predictions for next week. Um, so I'm already up the creek, but to try and salvage or not get the bonus punishment, my prediction is drum roll. <laughs> not much enthusiasm going into that. Um, I've got next Wednesday the two top teams in the East play. Toronto mm. and the Bucks. Mm. I've got the Raptors to win mm. and Siakam to score 33 at least. 33. Okay. I like yeah. it. You had one similar the other week when you had um, Pacers to beat the Bucks, I think it was. Like and plus you, four, yeah. And you got up in that one. Where's the game at, you know? Uh, beats me. I'll look. I, I think... I've, I'll look. Um, I, I think regardless, I'm, I'm <clears throat> not going to renegotiate with you, Nick. That's good. Um, That's good. Yeah, I think adding it's in, that it's in the in the Toronto area in Jurassic so. Park. So, um, no, nah, good one. No Rego guys. <laughs> no Reno guys. Okay. My mouth feels that weird. Uh, Lee, your your pick. I've got um, Celtics to beat Lakers on Monday at the Staples Center. And look, I don't have this written down, but I'm gonna go plus two by plus two, or plus three, three or more. Okay. Yeah, I felt like you were going to Reno go. If I, I was, I had it yeah. at the tip of my tongue. Um, yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, Stable Center, like Lakers Plus in good three. form. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> what day is that one? Uh, like two days away. I yeah. Think. Okay. Yeah. One day. I can't remember. Yeah, I'm happy with that, Ro. My um, bold prediction for this week is um, all starting five players for the Celtics to score ten or more points. In at least one of the three games they play this week. So they play Lakers, Blazers and the Jazz. And <clears throat> I'm expecting the starting five to be um, Tatum, Brown, Kemba Walker, Haywood and Thies. But you can never... But in saying that, um, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily going to be the starting five in these three games. Yeah. It, honestly, it's most likely not going to be because you rarely see a game where Jalen Brown, uh, Jason Tatum, Haywood, and uh, Walker is playing. So yeah, well that's it. And I think if you look back at previous games this year, there won't be many where the starting all members of the starting five have had ten plus points. Mm, no. So that's. Yeah, I'm happy with that. There's no renegotiations for me. I like that pick. Yeah. A lot relies on the Celtics this week then, fellas. Yes, it does, yeah. indeed. Um, so to recap that, I've got the Toronto Raptors to beat the Bucks and Siakam to score 33 in that game. 
I've got um, the Celtics to beat the Lakers in LA by <laughs> three or more. And I've got all starting five players for the Celtics to score ten or more points in at least one of their three games this week. Brilliant, fellas. A big week, a lot riding on it. Uh, we look forward to conquering B Ride or Good Night next week. Mm. Uh, to wrap up the episode, we've got a new little segment that Lee introduced. Do you want to tell the viewers what's going on here? Well, it's pretty much just, um, I think right now it's called something like entertain um, entertainment recommendations or something like that. So We'll come up with a better name. Yeah, each of us, um, one person will recommend a movie, one a TV show and one a song. So I think, Nick, you start us off with the song this week. Do you want me to go with the song? Yes, sir. Okay, so last week I had... What do I have? I've had TV show, but this week I've got the song. So, uh, yeah, highly anticipated. No, well, I don't know, maybe. Mm. So, went to false. Um, start of the year, end of last year, Mm. and a couple of months into the year, nearly into March, I'm still having false withdrawals. Oh, here we go. He's a bit of a festival goer now, is he? Yeah, first time, and yeah, I'm all about that life now. (laughs) But uh, my song for this week, going old school with John Farnham. Oh, here we uh, go. I knew you'd uh, love this one, Lee. Is it a deep cut? Uh, Two Strong Hearts. Oh. I think I played this one for you guys. I'm yep. not sure if you liked it or not. Mm. Um, check it out. Great, great tone to it. Great beat. Farnsie just going to town. Magic voice. But there's a little extra flavour oh, to it. <laughs> Listen to the whole album. The acoustic version. No, well, I was going to say, look up YouTube. 1990 Chain Reaction Concert. Two Strong oh Hearts. Thank me later. Thank me later. Gets the crowd involved. Little little nice ending bit. Um, honestly, you'll love it. Mm. I'm not a big fan it. of these people like Johnny Farnham or Daryl Bray. No, you wouldn't be. But like, it's just no, not a fan. But yeah, God, I know what Nick's out. doing here. He's he, it's smart oh, yeah. actually. He's reaching out to the plus fifty demographic, <laughs> and he's trying to get a few more older, older ladies and gentlemen on board, which is a smart by you. I was so. born too early, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, John Farnham, Two Strong Hearts, nineteen ninety Chain Reaction tour. Check there it out. Go. I definitely won't. But this, <laughs> <laughs> this week I've um I've got the TV show, and I'm I'm recommending a um netflix special um called the circle um it's pretty much a social experiment um where eight players live in like the same building complex but they the kick is they don't actually meet face to face they only communicate through through this app kind of thing called the circle they're playing for a hundred grand and it gives me big big brother vibes um so if you love big brother you'll you'll love this show i love it so how, how do you win you win by so there'll be like a rating, and the top raiders get get to be the person who kick out someone. Oh right, yeah, yeah that sounds good. Yeah. That's um. If you like, if you liked Big Brother, which is coming back soon, give that a give that a watch. I wasn't a fan of Big Brother, but this sounds interesting. No, I might cool. have to check this one out. Yes, what sir. was it called? Sorry, Lee, the, the circle. circle. Only oh, one season of it so far. One so far. Beautiful. More to come, hopefully. Yeah, love it. Ro, you were on movie duty this I was week. On what movie have you got duties. for us? Big one, guys, and it's a must-watch. Um, Uncut Gems. Mm. I'm sure you've you've probably heard of it, um, even if you haven't watched it. Um, starring Adam Sandler and yeah. and NBA Hall of Famer uh, Kevin Garnett. KJ, big name, big name. Who who made his Hollywood debut actually in this movie? So 
Um, KG got me hooked on this movie, and um, I'm glad I watched it in the end. Um, so basically, it's um, Adam Sandler who plays Howard, uh, a jewelry um, store owner based in New York City, um, makes a huge, huge bet that could earn him um, well and truly enough to live off for the rest yeah. of his life. Um, but all the while, he he's having to retrieve a, a precious gem that he's that he's um, obtained from Ethiopia, mm. um, which is estimated worth of one million dollars, and that gets lost somewhere along the way. Oh. But on top of that, he's got outstanding debts to a lot of other dangerous mm. um, dangerous oh, people yeah. throughout the district. And um, this movie was just. Um, you know, on the edge of your seat type of stuff. Mm. Stressful, stressful movie to watch, but in saying that, one of the better ones I've watched in recent memory. And it was also refreshing not seeing Adam Sandler in a family comedy. comedy 100%. Um, and him playing a serious, serious role, something different. Um, yeah, it was really entertaining. Definitely Pro- worth the watch. Yeah. Probably, probably the most intense movie I've ever seen. Um, we can give this one to the Safty brothers, I think they're called. They came with Good Time in 2017, which is yeah. such an intense movie as well. So, KG, surprisingly, I didn't think he'd be too good in it. He's, he right? looks like a bloody actor all his life. The thing with KG was, and this is what was hard about it, is he had to play himself. And I yeah. think that would be really difficult to do, yeah. to play yourself. Because you can't really act, can you? No, you, you can't. So, um, Uncut Gems, get around it, Netflix. Beautiful. Um, Yeah, well, fellas, that concludes another episode of The Daily Dribble. Mm. Um, Oh, sorry, I'm still struggling. That (laughs) onion's really biting. Your eyes are glazed over, as ever I've seen them. Um, It's good to get back in the uh, the hot seat today, fellas. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, We'll be back once again next week with plenty more fresh content. Mm. Uh, We've got a lot of new segments in the works so stay tuned for them keep up to date with our socials Facebook, Instagram, YouTube The Daily Dribble and 5 stars rating review would really help and yeah I guess any parting words for us? Um, not sponsored by Gatorade <laughs> oh cheeky cool Larry Leonard reference there no, this is Lee signing out yeah this is Rose signing out and if I'm doing b Rider good night next week I won't be here so catch you guys and this is Nick who's already locked in for a rider for nine next week saying I love my life and I'll see you all next week love you bye shout out to daily chip that was true you gonna have to go ahead and see what they know that was all the time it ain't no romance if he knows we gonna make it drop 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 time